This is Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. Jennifer! Richard! How are you? I'm fabulous. How are you? I am super califragilisticexpialidocious. I think that's a word, isn't it? I think so. If it's not, we'll just make it into a word. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, we missed you last week. You were somewhere partying. I had six Working. events. I had, um, I did work a lot. I had six events in five days. Oh my gosh. Yes. So for anybody that wants to go to my events, you kind of need to sign up early. It's, they always get sold out. And you got some coming up, don't you? I do. I have one the day after Mother's Day, which is sold out. I think Wednesday. Yeah, I do. Perhaps. Are they are they all down in your neck of the woods or, or different um, cities? Well, I did one in Malibu. I did one in Palm Springs. You know, that was more for friends slash bachelorette party. Um, I did one, <laughs> did two in my office. One was um, at the Well and Good Place. And the other one was at Uncork. So, yeah, I mean, I go everywhere. <laughs> That's hilarious. All yeah, right, well. Official day off. Like, it's finally had a day off where I didn't look into anything. <laughs> well, that sounds like my day. My day in general, I don't look into anything either. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I have you and I might as well utilize yeah. your gifts as best I can. Yes. Uh, and so let's ask Luana if she's got anybody that she, now Luana's our friend on the flip side who does the same thing that Jennifer's doing, which is basically chatting uh, to us or helping people on the flip side to chat with us. And she's our keeper of the list of names. So she just she just put Blakey in my mind's eye. And I just need to ask her about I and it was probably because I thought about, you know, I, I opened up a day, which was Blake's birthday, since she's gonna be with her friends. It's just but it's the same day as the one is the twelfth of May. Oh. And so Luana's birthday's coming yeah. up. We should have a national May holiday. 12th. We yeah. should May twelfth with my beautiful daughter. Um, and Luana, hold on a second. That's so funny. They just said, you know, that you don't have to worry about where she's going for school. Okay. Uh, for your daughter. Yeah, that's right. Your daughter, Blake. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it, mom, because wherever she's going is the place she's supposed to go. Right. Okay. So go ahead. Ask me some questions or ask Luana. Well, Lou, so is there anybody on your VIP list that we need to talk to or that wants to come forward? Or what do you want to chat about? Elvis again? You know I'm not thinking this, but it's just so bizarre. Um, <laughs> hold on. I saw Elvis, George Harrison, and the Maryland. And I don't know. I'm trying not to judge it because I know there's something that's out because I remember seeing it. We've, a brief blurb about Marilyn, the tapes that are out and it's on Netflix. Again. Oh yeah. Some new Netflix. I have, not, I have not watched it, but that popped in after, not before. So, um, something that you've been working on this morning, they're mentioning. So okay. Yeah, that's okay. That's good. That's fine. Those aren't, those three people aren't involved, but, um, they're not, but there's, it might um, be what Luana's way of like scrolling through names. Uh, well, let me ask you, Lou, do you want to talk about the two people that I've been sort of uh, working on? Yeah. You do. Okay. All right. So I want to put uh, there. It's a man and a woman. 
I'm going to put the man's uh, the man's first name in Jennifer's mind. His name is Harry. Okay. And the woman's name, her first name is Greta. Okay. They're both on the other side, correct? Correct. Okay. Well, that's what they told me. But it's not Harry Dan. It's not Harry Dean. It's not Harry Dean Stanton. No, we love Harry. Harry Harry's always a fun person to talk to. This is another Harry. Um, I was having a conversation with a friend and Harry popped in and I thought, oh, that's unusual. And then because of Harry popping in, he brought his friend Greta. Got it. Um, uh, so the really the question, you know, we're know, not. Okay, so I just saw the the man from Willy Wonka, Charlie uh, Factory. I know that's not him, but. Gene Wilder, yeah. Gene Wilder. Does Gene Wilder have anything to do with them? The, either one of these folks? I, well, not career-wise, but if, if Gene, here's the thing. We're, we're if, you know, our audience knows I'm not testing you in any way. No, I know that. And I'm not trying to, so let me just, let me, I don't know why. Well, that's why I was going to then ask. So Gene, so if Luana wants to talk about this in general, we can. If she wants to invite these people to talk with us, we can do that too. We can just focus on those people. They're if, here. Okay, they're both yeah. of them are here. All right, so Harry. Okay, it's more of like a Fred Astaire kind of. I feel like there's that era. Yes, yes, yes. Let's let's that elegant, era. elegant. So he's probably dressed up. Are you seeing yeah. him that way? Okay, I'm seeing him like in a top hat in a like that. Okay, hat. yes. All right, so he was a performer who would appear looking like that, and that is uh, a little bit earlier than that era, but that same era roughly. Uh, and Harry. Do you want to show Jennifer what it is that you did in life? Did he, was he a magician? Yes, he was. That's correct. Right. I got shown that, but. It's all right. Well, that's why I asked. And Harry, do you want to give. Not Houdini. Yes, that is that. his name. Yes, Harry Houdini. Is his I name. didn't know Houdini's name. His okay, first. that's fine. His real name is not Harry Houdini. Okay, okay. that's fine. We don't have to dig into that. Uh, the reason I, I invited him, I'm inviting him is because uh, I had a conversation with him the other day via a friend of mine. We just happened to be doing one of my martini method sessions. Mm -hmm. And she said, I know this is going to sound weird, but he's here. And I asked him a series of questions. So, Harry, I'm going to, because I said, you know, when we talked that we could do this, triangulate this, which is have other people talk to you. Right. So, Harry, what, what it first? I made it difficult for me. But you have to understand I was watching Arrested Development. And the last scene was a magic show. Like with, it's so funny to me. It's just, anyway. So Harry. My head. Introduce yourself to Jennifer. Have you met Jennifer before? He says briefly. Briefly. And is that because of us or somebody else? It was because I was at Lily Doll. He's showing me when I went to Lily Doll in upstate New York. So I don't okay. know. And the person that I was talking to also was in Lilydale, my friend who oh. has studied with Lisa. And so okay. that's how well, that's what Lisa popped into my head as well. Okay. So that would be the connection. So Harry, I, I just want to, I'm going to ask you some of the same questions I asked you the other day, who was there to greet you when you crossed over? Or what was the first person that sort of made themselves known to you? I feel like it's the first, my first, impression was mother but then i got a child 
or somebody that was a child. Okay, very good. Um, uh, and so part of it. Um, he says that he was, and I don't know how he passed, but give me a second. He says he was gone before he was gone. Okay. Um, in terms of your passing, I know that you there was an injury that happened. Do you want to show Jennifer what that was? Not like a brain injury. Well, you know how we've talked about this, like you know, the brain stops. He's showing me underneath water. He's showing me like I mean, I'm sure those are all the stuff that he used to do. I don't know. Hold well, on. no, it was related. It was related to that. Uh, but physically, there was an issue. It was I don't know. It felt with his heart. Like, I don't, I don't know. I can't. Well, it, you know, like we've done this, we've talked about this before because your heart does give out when you die. You know, it's pretty much. Right, yeah. No, That's but I, look, we're not, again, this is also to demonstrate that Jennifer hasn't done any research. She doesn't know that he died of peritonitis. I wouldn't but, even know what that is. That's okay. And, what? but, but there was this apocryphal story of a guy backstage punching Harry in the stomach. Uh, like a burst appendix. No, it felt like he was getting punched, and that's. But I just felt like it was around the heart area. Okay, uh, but I, my point is only that you're. It's to show that you haven't researched this. You have. Uh, Gosh, we never. For the no, we haven't talked. I know we haven't spoken in a couple of weeks. So, Harry, beyond that, um, let's talk about your journey. He's laughing. He's all calm down. That's why you get upset. Hold on. So. He used to disprove. We've and we have talked about disproving things like this. He he was a, a great disprover of things like this. But I want you to show Jennifer why that was. He just showed me money being taken and scams, scams and charlatans and stuff like that. But were you? I, I've talked about this before. I don't think with Jennifer, but the idea of you heard your mother's voice at some point. Yeah. Or I know when she passed away, she she looked That's at you. That's the and, first thing that. That's the first impression he gave me oh, okay was, go was, ahead talk was, about it was his mother that was who greeted him but then he showed me a child so i don't know if that was him showing me a memory of the child of him you know as I, a child well let's ask him who was this child that you saw when you crossed over it was a younger brother or a younger sibling okay That's and was that a surprise to you to realize there was life after yes and no and let's believe, he just showed me Harry D. Stanton. He wanted to believe, but he also um, couldn't take what people were doing, though. Yeah, I understand. Did you ever hear voices when you were growing up? Just like you said, from my mother. Okay. And uh, I know that your, your mom, her last, there was a word that she said to you. I mean, because I just was looking it up. Uh, I don't know if you want to put it in Jennifer's head or, and you may not even remember. Isn't that funny? That's the way life is. Uh, he's, I think she said, I don't know. I th go ahead. I don't know. Something like believe or belief. Close. She, she said, forgive, forgive. And okay. that's not according close. to the bio. That is not close at all, but he uh, okay. said, believe in something. Like it was, it made me feel like that, which would. Well, uh, here's my point. She said that. And that uh, that's what he focused on. That allowed him to believe that she might continue on. And that's why he started, according to his bio, that's why he started the journey into proving charlatans 
because right. he he wanted to believe that she still existed and he went around trying to get people to talk to his mother and because she, she had said her last word was forgive you know it's like a stephen jobs last words you know oh wow oh wow yeah. so it's almost like that's the first words as he went into the other side so i anyway the point being harry you did wow. want to like you did know that your mom was there <laughs> he's just laughing i'm like yeah there's another there's another you know another side what do you want to tell people because you you did mention the other day about continuing this conversation what is it you want to let people know about the other side or about your journey or about life i just stopped being overwhelmed <laughs> you gotta understand i spent about an hour last night looking for 1920s dresses before a wedding i'm going to in nashville in the end of may my girlfriend's getting married and it, anyway it was just funny because he threw me right back into like the 20s when i was like let me ask you about your wife uh I, her name is bess so got sick but well was, his she passed away much later on yes she was sick it was uh i think it was a. but is it was something with the bones like i felt her bones too well it might have been it might have been i don't know I, I i just read it but the point is that she held a seance every year on the anniversary of your passing harry for another whatever she died you died in 26 she died like in 47 so and at after 10 years of doing that she famously gave up and let somebody else do the seance but my question is why didn't you reach out to her or why, why was it so difficult to convince her that you still existed Ooh. he's saying he goes i kind of made her believe that it didn't exist when i was alive so very hard for her to very hard for her to from what i'm picking up on just and he goes and i was a, like almost like i was a dick so hold on a second <laughs> she wanted to believe but it didn't happen during the seance he showed up to her once it felt like in a dream or a waking state before or he was waiting there before she passed ah so he did show up eventually. Listen, you know, we've done a lot of research on this. People's filters on the brain prevent them from seeing, hearing, sensing, all kinds well, of things. Look at what's happened to me. Yeah, exactly. Whatever I'm involved in correlates usually to my day, but I never think of it like that. I kept laughing at all the magician stuff with the rest, the rest of development. Um, it's just so funny to me. And then we're talking to Houdini and I'm like, you know, you think about things. It's a, it's a great learning moment um you get pictures and images but the second you doubt it it takes so much longer for them to come back in and say it or right come in and talk about it so and so that question about what is it you want to impart to people who are tuning into this because look there's a lot of people who are convinced that you you know were an atheist well, or a skeptic he, he's, showing, he's showing me he first showed me harry dean again about what he thought right uh, he was and, and just to reiterate harry dean stanton we interviewed harry harry was a famous skeptic and atheist when i asked him what it was like on the flip side realizing there was an afterlife he went into an elaborate description and he he finally said look just tell people that they should uh, uh consider the possibility that life goes on and then they won't waste another minute of their life arguing about it like i did so harry dean came to that realization on the flip side allow for the possibility that something exists beyond you and then you don't have to spend your time arguing about it correct is that correct. what you mean is yeah. that why you showed yeah. her harry what he means but let me let me see 
He has these like piercing eyes. Give me a second. Wow. Say it one more time. It happens sooner than you think. Death. But death is there to show you how to live life, how to live with so much more. We're constantly chasing death. I'm like, what do you mean by that? Meaning that he says, I was obsessed with it. He goes, it didn't allow a lot of things to come in. Um, similar to what I believe he's trying to say, but like with what Harry Dean, you know. Yeah, because he was so focused on disproving it. He was so focused on disproving it. He said that so many great things just went by him. He goes, that wasn't my, but that's just not, that's just how it was, you know, this lifetime. He's, no, but I mean, honestly, I, you know, looking up the stories, there were a lot of people that he proved to be fake who really needed to be proven yeah, to be no, fake because they were he said that was That's what he dealt with. But if he had a choice, thinking about heaven, how heavenly is that? So let me ask you, Harry, have you run into any of those people that you debunked on the flip side? Yeah, they all high-fived me and said, you caught me. <laughs> and are, were you surprised to see anybody on the flip side that you didn't expect to see? Who would that be? I believe it was like his grandfather who was, he's showing me somebody very, very religious. So I'm not sure. Oh, that's right. His father was a rabbi. Well, his I don't father, know. His yeah, father. you don't know. His father was a rabbi in Wisconsin, very uh, sort of famous rabbi. And he comes from a, and so uh, there's a very, it's very possible that his grandfather was also a rabbi, re very religious family. So was that a surprise to see him? He says, I was surprised in what they believed in was right for them. Right for them. Yeah, exactly. That idea of, you know, the hierarchy. Right. I don't know if his parents had a divorce because I'm not. I'm, well, or they might have. They might have left the planet at different times, or they might have. Look, it was a different era. They might have had a hard time with. I don't know. So let me let me find this. You know, obviously, I don't know anything. I know who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually used the reference Houdini this last weekend. I'm like, I'm always a Houdini when I'm out with my friends. So that all of a sudden I'll be like, okay, gotta go. <laughs> so, so, well, Harry, I'm leading you to a question, which is. Uh, when I talked to you the other day, you brought forward your friend, Greta. Do you want to show Jennifer who that is? Greta Gabe Carbo? What is That's Garbo? correct. Yeah, well, there's not a lot of Gretas out there, but still, yes, Greta Garbo. You know, she showed up before, and I and I said there was somebody with a deep voice. That's and that's her. Who I, that's who well, I thought the dress came from. Well, can I just from. say? That is Jennifer. who I thought the dress came from. Okay, and Jennifer doesn't know anything about Greta Garbo, but I do, uh, it, mainly also because I was just reading about her. So, so Greta, thank you for stopping by to chat with us. If you don't mind, we're going to ask you a couple of quick questions. Who was there to greet you when you crossed over? All my animals, she said. Very good. All my animals. Hold and on. What, and I was, was she married three times? Or was uh, there, you know, okay, and let's talk about your marriages. Did you prefer so, men, or, men or women? All of it. All of it. So like people say that you had both. And so uh, I know you didn't have any children. I'm, there's no point in me. To, All her animals. All I her animals. Okay. I don't. Okay. So this is what I'm going to tell you that I know for the audience. 
I know that she was beautiful. I loved her hair. Like I remember seeing pictures of her, but I don't know anything about who she is. I'm going to ask you some other questions I didn't ask you the other day, which is, all right, Greta, uh, you were with President Kennedy a week before he passed. Have you talked to him since you've been on the flip side? Of course, we all do. That's why they showed me in Marilyn Monroe, because I couldn't get what that was. Okay. okay, very good. And so what's your impression of what we're doing, what Jennifer and I are doing? She loves it. She thinks it's complicated. She says more for us who want to reach the people down here. We make, I've never heard this word, we make it look easy. You, you and I, Jennifer and I make right. it look easy. Not today, not today. <laughs> well, I, you know, I didn't realize something about you, Greta. I knew that you were a recluse. I mean, that's what the word they use, but I, but when I looked it up, I realized you were like to have fun. She, and you she like, was, but you have. But you, she was also avant-garde. She said she went against the grain, and so that's she wasn't somebody that you could control. And she goes, and men didn't like it, so they spread rumors about her. About, yeah, about her being a recluse and all that. Did other I stuff. like to drink. Yes, I like to drink. Did I like to do other stuff? Yes. But she goes, she goes. I had to be responsible for my animals. And I think uh, at some point you used to hang out at a house not too far from where I physically am right now. Are you aware of that? Or those people you used to hang out with? Are you talking, it's not Hugh Hefner's place, right? No, 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 it's in okay. she might be giving that image to you. She hung out with some people who lived in Santa Monica and all the expatriates, you know, from Europe also hung out there, all these famous people. Are you talking about the Getty? Around no, the it's not a house you would know. It was just a, like some expatriates who lived about a block and a half from me in Santa Monica. Yeah. And, yeah. And people don't know about it. I'm just saying, I just thought it was unusual because I know that a lot of Swedes moved to Santa Monica because she was here. Yes, indeed. Um, she loved the coast. She absolutely loved living by the water. You were also a health food nut. You also, you, you were a pioneer and sort of uh, like Gaylord Hauser was a friend of yours back in the 50s. So mm -hmm. these are these are health food people, people who sort of pioneered the organic revolution. What's your impression about what people should be doing health-wise on the planet now? No processed food ever. Okay. And save the planet. Let Eat less meat, she's saying. And what was it like to see your friend Harry or to meet Harry? Because, of course, he passed, you know, a long time before you did. You passed in 1990. I was a baby. <laughs> well, like, and he passed in the, in the 20s. So, right. you know, for him to say he was surprised to meet you on the flip side, which he said to me earlier, and now to realize, were, was it like your higher selves had already known each other? Or how did that work out, your relationship with Harry? Were they ever alive at the same time? They weren't, right? Oh yeah. Well, you know, uh, she she died when she was eighty five, so they were on the planet at the same time. You know, she was a kid. Because but... I feel like there was something about so, like I feel Harry's obsession and fascination with her, like how he would be like that's the connection. Like he just knowing what he knows now you know, about her and her life. Well, I mean, we have to allow, I, the point is, uh, you know, we try to make these things, you know, and time I'm not, 
Okay. So no, I understand. They knew each other. I'm not saying anything. He's just showing me his surprise. There's something that I felt like they, the reason why I asked you about the timeline was because I felt like they were in love sometime other before. Like, ah, so, all right. Let's ask you that. Harry, did you know Greta from a previous lifetime? Yes. And Greta, did you remember Harry from a previous lifetime? You guys want to share with us where that was? So funny. She's like, didn't want to, but yes, he dis he did have a disappearing act, I guess, in past lives. So do you want to show us that, Greta? Where did you guys know each other? What was a previous lifetime for you before uh, this one? Oh, it was like, in, well, it was in Europe. I feel like I'm both Scotland and England. Scotland and England. Yeah. Look, Harry's family's from Hungary. Or London, I'm sorry. Oh, London. Harry's family's from London. Harry, in that previous lifetime, are you? can you access this as well? Did you know Greta back then? Is it in England or London? Yeah. So what year was it roughly? It was like 1820. And were you guys upper class, lower class, middle class? Orphans. Orphans. Same roles, male, female? She was more the, the male, but she was female. And were you, and you were just friends, is that correct? Or were you lovers? We were lovers. It was a desperate time, I'm getting. I 1820s London, poverty. Yeah, that would be that would be a tough time to be on the planet. But here, you know, the point is, is that here, here they they were aware of each other's journey so even though their higher selves are aware harry goes on to great fame and greta goes on to great fame but sort of a different time period but still aware of each other it's just fascinating to me that that harry would have brought greta's name into this mix i know greta what do you want to tell the planet what do you want to tell people <laughs> she's so funny enjoy yourselves have go out in the sun with the top down, you know, whatever top you prefer. <laughs> um, take care of each other. That's the biggest thing she wants to say. Just don't harbor any resentment towards each other or towards one another. She goes, that eats you up inside. It's poison. Stay beautiful and know who you are. Question everything. And just keep, please keep planting trees. So Lou, let's gonna. I'm gonna toss it back to you. Right back to Houdini. <laughs> okay, so very good. So Harry, let me ask you, Harry, how familiar are you with our work, if at, at all? Not. Not at all. And so. Until uh, recently. Until recently, yeah. He read a when he read a brochure that highlighted it, <laughs> over on the other side. Yeah, are you joking? What do you mean you read a brochure? What's that mean? He showed me sitting down like on an airplane, which I'm sure is a metaphor, uh -huh. and reading something in a magazine, but it's like a metaphorical, obviously. Hold on, quantum magazine. Give me a second. Wow. He says when you get enough of a pull, meaning like your spirit's being pulled, you tend to figure out where it's coming from. Like I said, who, like, and then he showed me saying Houdini this weekend. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the whole Greta thing or the 1920s when I was looking last night for an outfit. Right. Um, and then also and then also this kind of unusual conversation I had last a week ago, Sunday, where he showed up 
you know, like I said, I was, yeah, there, I was, was enough, there was enough being pulled that he asked around. So, and now I just want to talk to you about that for a second. So what's your opinion of what we're doing now? Are you aware or familiar with what we're doing in terms of seeing Luana? And are you seeing the classroom that we have assembled? It's the data, he says. Um, so like you're seeing numbers, no, ones and zeros? He also says all the cool people that are over there in our classroom. Okay. Hold on. No hierarchy. Again, they're saying no hierarchy. About <laughs> right. About who's famous, who's not, you know, um, Elvis, whatever. It's all relative, of course, because he was born in the 1870s. And so, no. you know, fame is like a relative thing for him as well. Um, Hold on. He says, first of all, Luana knows everyone or knows somebody that knows everyone. Um, I know. All the things, like I was with a client today who son said a name to a name for her horse and it came off as e-rider and his name is eddie we've talked about him before and i'm like easy rider like we brought up luana again and brought up the movie again right and it in totally different like they it's something that's interesting because he's the first person that has shown me like it's a pool like and we've talked about it so it's the same as an essence of someone like if you get enough of it just like in consciousness if you get enough if people are praying or chanting or doing things for a whole group that essence is going over there so if you get pulled in a different direction you're going to come back like that's how he said it he goes i was talked enough about or i was given you know given enough tagging like people nagging like him. tagging like tags yeah sure enough tags sort of made him show up on the doorstep to go what do you guys want to talk about absolutely but, so does that happen like for example if somebody's watching a movie about you would you show up at their house yeah, or kind of if it was a relative um somebody you whose frequency you know right he said he goes i can show up but they don't know that i'm there and they won't believe that i'm there so that's kind of a waste of time but i might leave something that makes them think of me that they did that he did show up i see and so i just want to clarify this part the fact that a week ago sunday i was visiting my friend and i had been writing about you in the morning uh, on my computer you know something else a project that saturday by chance that was a sunday Okay. but oh i was writing about him on a saturday yeah and the next day sunday i went to see my friend and then she just apropos of nothing said you know uh houdini's here and i said how familiar are you with he houdini she was like i, I don't know anything about him you know and, other than and he was I, a, and i said that i was houdini on saturday night so that was so awesome. well so the, the, but let me ask you about that harry i mean you know I'm, it sounds like we're i'm broadcasting how cool we are you know but what's no, 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 no. i know but it sounds like the first I just, half of it's clearly the first half of this when i didn't understand what i was being shown wasn't like hey i'm cool i got it like <laughs> right 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 but but that what that's what makes it so real what we're doing so okay. real the idea that you can talk to somebody on the flip side that you're connected to that's great uh and you can allow that it's possible to talk to them and so you try you practice and so here we are practicing in a way. And for those who aren't familiar with Luana Anders, she was an actress, my close friend who passed in 1996. She was an easy writer. And I got to, in an odd way, I got to meet everybody that she knew on the movie over the course of our relationship together for 20 years. And then she passed away in 1996 and started showing up 
very specifically and demonstrating, not only to me, but to members of my family, that she still exists. And once, and then when I met Jennifer 15 years later, 20 years later, Jennifer said, your friend is here, you know, and, and started referring to Luana. So that that's how, La, so Luana is doing the same thing Jennifer's doing. So go ahead, go ahead. What, so what is Harry? So Harry, you're, the platform is yours, brother, unless you want to let Greta come back in. He just said there's not that many good there's not that there's not that many good magicians anymore. <laughs> um, really? Well, so out of out of like your top three, who do you like? Are you a fan of Blaine or are you a fan of? Uh... He says Blaine's too easy, but he says he's going to regret saying that. Um, <laughs> oh, what do you think about um, Penn and Teller? Your my thought. Your thoughts. I have no idea who they are. That's okay. Is that, I, one, I, is that one person or no? It's two different people. Okay. Uh, and uh, and they're in Vegas, and I've seen them, and they're they're adamant about fantastic. They're fantastic. Fantastic. Oh, very good. But they're also adamant about you can't talk to anybody in the flip side, the flip side, because it doesn't exist. But that's all right. But that keeps them protected. That's true. That's true. So believe. Okay. I, uh, but I want to ask you a question. I read read something uh, this morning about you being able to breathe, uh, you know, for three minutes underwater, that you had slow, learned how to slow your breath down. How did you learn how to do that? Asphyxiation. <laughs> you mean a, a memory of asphyxiating in a previous lifetime or... Because you were, look, you were. I almost feel like it was something holding your neck, like hold, like fixation. Well, he would do these stunts, you know, upside down. Actually, he started off as a magician. You probably don't know that much about it, but he started off as a magician in, in Wisconsin. And somewhere along the line, somebody who was booking him said, look, you need to do escape routines. And he became world famous. He went over to England. Ed Fudini, we get it. Yeah. And and so that whole idea, and he and he named himself after a French guy named Houdin or who whatever, and he added the E, I think, you know, they say because it was like a son of Houdin. But apparently, he had a, a an experience with the widow of this great magician. Do you want to talk about that, Harry, or is that not interesting to you? Not interesting. He saw her when he was underwater, like he saw. Okay. Her that's well i i know he went to france to make an appointment to see her because he wanted to pay respects to the man who he named himself after wanted to go to the cemetery but why do i feel like that person wasn't there she would not see him at first right. so okay. she, so okay. and he i think he wrote okay. a letter about her dissing him totally i don't know this, this is just what he said you couldn't no <laughs> he was pretty upset about it he wrote a whole thing Apparently, Harry had a, you he know. Said it, he said he's a little bit embarrassed by it, too. Okay, let's just talk about that, because you did have a reputation for going after people who either disrespected you or, or mocked you or whatever, and you would go after them. Other magicians. Like he did everyone. <laughs> Nobody, like. Was that a competitive thing? Is that what you were doing? So he said it was a righteous thing. I'm like, you mean justice thing? And he goes, no, a righteous thing. So an ego-based thing. Narcissistic thing, yeah. Okay. And have you run into uh, Houdin? Houdin, whatever his name is? He grabbed oh. me and got me out of there. Okay. So when 
So when you passed away suddenly from peritonitis at age 52, Rodan, Houdan was there to yank you home. Very good. My mom was. His yeah. mom was, okay. He was the easy landing. So he was the... Once he saw him there, that, that became... And so what was your conversation like? If you guys... I mean, did you share? Die from this? He said he threw a pity party for like an hour. <laughs> There's no time, but you know, whatever. Well, I mean, listen. I want to talk about that for a second because it, it is in the research that some when people have a firm belief about what's going to happen, they sort of experience that at first, like a pity party. You know, oh my gosh, you're dead. Da, da, da. And then after about an hour, let's say, of everybody celebrating, cheering, everything kind of dies down, and the broom comes out, and they got to sweep up. You know the party favors what was your experience once you realized oh i'm home that i was wrong but also that that i was supposed to be wrong to help out those people that were getting taken by charlatans yeah um and how magnificent it was to be home like more it was more beautiful than anyone, than the eye could see. And have you traveled around to other realms and other universes? And constantly, I'm doing a Houdini right now. I go back and forth. Like he's showing me. He wants to know everything about the universe. About the universe. Would you mind telling us some of the unusual things that you've seen or that were surprising to you? My dad's teacher. He's just showing me the lady with all. Okay, very good. All right, for for because I understood it, but. It was different. He goes, you have an understanding. It's like understanding English and, you know, and Spanish and Latin. Yeah, Latin. He goes, it's kind of like, he goes, that's how you look at it. Only it's, it looks different. Like it's different types of creatures. Yeah. So I, and just so people understand when Jennifer and I had a conversation with her dad, he brought her to a classroom that, that he was, uh, that he goes to on the flip side and introduced us to his teacher, who we later uh, asked if her name was Ma Durga, which is a, a, a person in Hindu uh, literature. And she said it was, but she has eight arms. And so it was a little bit, and her father, Jennifer's father, Jim said, you know, now don't be freaked out by when you see the teacher. Yeah. And we were like, well, what, 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 what does that mean? So let me ask, go ahead, sorry. You know, it was fascinating to see, and you just showed me that. But hold on. But Harry, are you taking any classes? Yeah, time so, travel. So show he showed me, me that. Show me the class. He showed me going into a black hole, like what I would, what I recognize as a black hole. I don't know if that's what it was or is. Uh huh. He wants to know about the speed of everything, stars planets the sun moon like everything he wants to know he wants to know the mathematics about everything he says he has his own private tutor apparently and who is the private tutor if you don't mind me asking right now it feels like my dad <laughs> wow so but let's just talk about a classroom that you've been into harry uh how many people are in the class with my dad it was with my dad with the oh so where did you actually physically see this teacher yes and uh, the way it was described to us, it was an astrophysics class in deep space. And what do you? What's your I impression? Try to show me. But he was there before, obviously, before my dad was. 
right wow well that's a fascinating thing so the classroom brought them together because they had the knowledge to share very good and so what are the some of the so in one of the things you've learned in class with ma durga we'll just call her that our teacher who we met very wise and limitless limit but just amazing so interpret just give us a little bit of a formula for time i understand what you mean by time travel meaning stepping outside of time and being able to go and move and be around in time is that correct or do you mean in terms of acceleration and speeding up past all, the speed of all light? of it he all should, of it he showed me the you know quantum theory he showed me everything like okay the, quantum theory would be a perfect example quantum entanglement meaning you can be simultaneously in two places at the same time correct so where do you would you go where do you go hang out if you were going to go somewhere let's say you know we're going to go on a trip or we're going to go visit somewhere church? hold on <laughs> church Lilydale. Lilydale. okay which is uh, yeah. uh go describe what Lilydale is so Lilydale is like a psychic disneyland it's a spiritualist community that there's all these mediums people travel all over the world to come see over summertime in northern uh northern new york in upstate new york in upstate new york it was also a big part of the suffragette movement like susan b anthony was there like there's a bunch of people that um made that had huge contributions to certain movements not just that one but sure um he was well he was obsessed with what happened like with the movement so he has spent a lot of time there so so let's just say you it, it, like the brochure that's in the magazine that you're flipping through in the airplane hey let's go to lilydale what's a time period or a time frame that you might choose to examine if one or maybe it's many i don't know he just showed me you remember so the guy that from Ghostbusters, whose dad did seances, who did this whole book, um, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Thank you. That time period where his dad. Oh, okay. Was, so in uh, I would say probably nineteen twenties, thirties. Yeah, 40s, like right after. Yeah. Somewhere in there, I'm guessing because Dan's like my age, um, <laughs> and I don't know how old I am. So okay, and so Lily Dale in that era. So it was like thrilling, or was it exciting, or what was it? it was why it was depressing because he said i was not right uh, a lot of things being corrected yeah that's always difficult uh let me ask you a little bit about kept on, kept on trying to find loopholes uh, i see like i mean for instance yeah you know i understand like to get out of the it's like getting out of a quiz you know like well on the other hand no there is no other hand harry um Bess was the name of your wife. And like I I mentioned in the uh, first part of our segment that she had done seances, you know, for like a long time. What's how, what's Bess up to? What's she doing? We're traveling together throughout the universe, it feels like. She's here. Oh. She's, she was very mad because I didn't give her much to go on when I left. So what was it like for you, Bess, when Harry showed up? you know when you crossed over and she said she knew it <laughs> she knew it all along okay yeah. very good i appreciate that yeah but she didn't trust it when she was here because of his doubts yeah no and also you know i know she was trying to have contact with him and of course contact to some means different things for different people in jennifer's case it could be a wind 
coming through the room or a breeze or a smell. I mean, that could be a direct contact as opposed to, you know, somebody's voice going, Hello. where's my pizza? Um, I mean, I heard my father's voice the night he passed yeah. away. And he said, I'm experiencing indescribable joy. I heard it clear as a bell. It was a sentence I'd never heard him say before. It was new information. And subsequently, we talked to him about it. So, but have you talked to anybody, Harry? Has anybody, have you been able to do that kind of tap into their brain telepathically to talk? I feel like it's a cousin. Oh. It's a cousin of his. Um, okay. Two cousins down, like a, it's a cousin from Wisconsin. It was born when he died kind of thing. Okay. And he's seen him, it feels like. Wow. Yeah. That's lovely. And Harry, let me ask you, uh, how come you didn't let us win the lottery numbers yesterday? I think it was $400 million or something. Because, we, because that's not how it works. It's not that mathematical equation. Hold on. He says, <laughs> because if you won it, you would have died earlier. You would have died sooner. <laughs> you know, I, I said to somebody today, oh, you know, somebody's life was ruined today yesterday 400 million dollars because you know 90 percent of everybody who wins the lottery wishes they right. hadn't right you know so this poor person is going to have to figure out you know how to navigate that what so let's just talk about that for a second harry you know people on the planet really get really concerned about coincidence they get really concerned about you know talking to people on the other side What's your advice for them to sort of find a way into this information without having to wear a pyramid hat? Just don't be discouraged when you don't feel someone on the other side. It's not, it, it's not necessarily you. It could be the energy of the planet. Like we're going into an eclipse, you know, on Saturday, which is pretty crazy. A lot of people are, there's a lot of um, inflamed energy. Mm -hmm. um, we're always around. It just might be that you're busy or that you have other things going on. And even if you're, if you're completely, he's showing me, even if you completely concentrate on the person, it doesn't leave much room for them to come in and surprise you. So it, that usually leads to a, like a, not a failure or you know, well, or miscommunication, not a connection. Right. If you if you just if you're constantly thinking that you can't feel them, then the universe lets you think that way. So so Harry, what would you recommend? What what should people do? Uh, should they meditate? Should they go see a hypnotherapist? Go see a medium? What's the best logical? It's like not a medium. He's kidding. Says <laughs> find a recommended medium like find some find somebody highly recommended actually, yeah i actually heard him say me i said thank like you. jennifer <laughs> well you know i listened uh, and he said, clearly by her performance would make you a little bit worrisome if you only listen to this episode but <laughs> well wait a second hey hold on hang, hang on if you took the essence of what I do and- I didn't I, say his last I name. I did not no. say his last name. You There's said no his last name. Hey, I don't even know his first name was Harry. So we have that, right? Oh, wow. Well, there you go. Cause you, I said, I said his name is Harry and you said, is he a magician? Uh, yeah, hello. I kept getting Houdini, but I also kept getting, I kept getting shown the brother. Harry Dean Stan, right? Because oh. Harry Dean is somebody, uh, but this just to, to explain to people, sometimes Jennifer will see 
the name of the person that we're trying to find in the guise of the person. So seeing Harry Dean Stanton right. would be. But that was also the way he was a skeptic. So it was a. That's true. That's right. That's right. So two right. things, Harry and skeptic. And I saw Arrested Development and the brother that was the magician. That's what showed up. And, so there you, and so not everybody's going to add that up, you see? No. So that, that's why not. you need me to be in, it, in all of your conversations. Right. They're not always going to be a Richard. <laughs> Believe me. Believe me. Um, and Greta as well. You don't know any Gretas and you said her last name. I didn't say it. So. But they show me like exactly what I was looking at last night. It's crazy because all of the things that I've been doing, they show me over the last week. But Houdini, the fact that I said I was in Houdini and talked to my friends about that. And then, which I haven't mentioned his name for a year. I, I can't remember a time where I've mentioned his name. And that was Saturday. And let's just, you know, for all yeah, intent, there's no person listening to this who's ever going to say, oh, my gosh, they were talking to Houdini. It's like when we talk to Elvis. <laughs> They're like, what? But instead of focusing on the name, focus on the content of what he's saying, right. which is. And now you did say something with uh, when I was talking to you via my friend the other day, and I want to repeat it. And Jennifer doesn't have to know it. Let me just say it that you said. I said, any message you want to pass along to the planet? You said everything is an illusion it's true which everything. is a brilliant way of saying the nature of reality i mean it's buddhist it's you know whatever philosophical it's our construct to keep us here like okay. the illusion is what makes us the illusion is what we're we're missing the reality because it is an illusion <laughs> so let me ask you does that mean but i mean if everything's an illusion well so that also means you're on the flip side it's an it illusion means that well. you can change it you can change the outcome that's, ah, what I mean by that. that's, that's very profound all right so harry i want to bring your friend greta back because she said something equally i thought was profound save the planet i don't remember she said she said matter does not matter which is a very clever way of saying, you know, uh, from astrophysics, you know, the essence of matter are atoms agreeing to hold space. But if you focus on the thing, it doesn't matter. And, and actually, then I found a, a sentence or, you know, a quote of her saying, you want to know where I was born. You want to know what school I went to. You want to know who I was married to. None of that matters. And it's the, she would say things like that. So matter doesn't matter. Ah. So Greta. Do you want to expand upon that, Mademoiselle? Your heart matters. What you believe matters. What's here, whether you see it or not, there's things that go in front of you. That's why people get hit by cars because they don't see the car, mm. right? This part of it, yes, you need to be aware. It's, again, it's your essence that you leave with. It's your essence that you're how good you are to other people, how much you love other people, how much you love yourself, that's going to help you throughout life. Okay, very good. It's a clarification. It's not like a nihilist thing of saying nothing matters. It means no. that the things that you add emotions to aren't, they aren't what you think they are. So therefore, you can't allow them to rule your life or control your life. Love matters. That's a very nice expansion of that concept. I appreciate love that. 
matters. It's the only thing that ultimately matters because it's the only thing that you take with you. And Greta, have you been back since you left? No, darling. How about a Harry? I didn't ask you that, brother. You've been back on the planet? I just saw this one. I think she, he was married to Claudia Schiffer. Right? Oh, oh uh, yeah, yeah. I had dinner with him. I can't think of his name. Yes. I know you're talking about the great. Yeah, that's him. He says that's part of him. Oh, so part of his, con how much of your conscious energy is in that guy? Because he's on the planet. Like 10%, maybe. Wow. He just says that that's part of, like, that's, he's part of his soul. Yeah, I understand. So the idea of the energy or the frequency of who he is, a portion of his is here with that guy who made, he did some of the stunts that you did, Harry. You're, I think one of the most famous ones was making an elephant disappear. So this is a guy who's also made, you know, like elephants disappear. So it's interesting. Did you inspire him with that one? So what do you want to, what do you yeah. want to, what do you want to, uh, while I look this up, what do you want to tell Greta? What do you want to tell the planet? What should people be talking about or thinking about? Themselves and how to help others in any way or any means to be and, kind. She keeps saying to be kind. And the planet is the most important thing that we ever need to think about. We're, we're destroying it for future generations, which is technically ourselves. Right, because we might come back. Uh, it's pretty much a given. Pretty much a given. David Copperfield, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and I apologize to David Copperfield fans. I literally had dinner with him uh, and Peter Beard in New York City, and he was hilarious. Very funny, charming, nice guy. Straight up guy. Um, we didn't talk about magic and, you know, wasn't the topic, but anyways, um, he, I don't think he remembers me. I was just one of a few at the table, but still that being said, so, so Greta, that was your comment. Harry, what do you want to tell the planet? What do you want to tell people here? He's showing me like hunkering down and like touching like the dirt in the, like the land. He's like, get into reality. <laughs> like, get like like feel what life is about like be part of life like stop stop being on your phones all the time stop using electron like get out in nature go fill the water go fill things that are not going to be there possibly later like go i understand they're tactile things and it's yes. correct me if i'm wrong harry that's why we come to the planet to taste and smell and fall in love and hold hands and have that cappuccino and have that slice okay. of pizza that you can create on the flip side, but it just don't taste the same. He says that it's much, get out like, oh, this is how I've been feeling. Like I, I have felt like whenever I do things or if I feel like I'm wasting time, I feel like that's where we're gonna be judged. Are you wasting time in your bedroom? Are you wasting time with nonsense? Are you Okay, well, the bedroom's different. Never, okay. <laughs> Richard. Wait a minute. There's a there's a comedy uh, series in that. I know, but are you wasting time not being with loved ones? Are you wasting time not being like? Granted, if you need to go to like, I'm not saying. I know, know exactly what you mean. It's like you're focused on whatever it is: anger, I'm upset, somebody. Am I yeah. going to judge for wasting time? If we could look at that, am I going to yeah. be like? 
that's my fear. I don't know if it's anybody else's, but I don't ever want to, I don't ever want to take the chance of being accused of wasting time because I wasn't with, like when I should have been spending more time with my daughter. Right. My Focusing on things right? that aren't important. I do want to say that we had a conversation once with John Hughes and he said uh, that nobody comes over to the flip side wishing they had done less Correct. in their lifetime. Wishing they would have held back. That they would have held back. So it, but then you, you do get into this area of like, you don't want to just be crazy and running around and, and doing everything, upending tables wherever you go. Right. But you do want to experience things that you can teach others or learn from them. Or as Greta said, it's about the heart, things of the heart. So if you're going to focus you, on. Yes. Are you, are you focused on the past and wasting time on the past? Or are you moving ahead, you know, going forward and making your life and somebody else's life better by who, by being who you are? Um, Greta is just like please Houdini's that's so funny who now I know is Harry Harry and Greta Harry and Greta we love it Houdini said he, he just showed me like taking away the planet and that we're doing it naturally like he doesn't have to pull like getting like yeah he doesn't have to pull the rug out because we're doing it we're just making it disappear yeah. right well that's pretty dark Harry come on Give us, give us, give us the positive spin on that, which is look what's on the carpet before you, we, we can, can change it. it. Very good. Well, we, uh, we really appreciate you stopping by both of you. I know this is a little yeah. unusual. Um, and Luana, thank you so much for inviting them to come in and, and consider this, continue this conversation. Like I say, we left it up to Luana. And when she said uh, that there's somebody that I, have you know had spoken to recently i knew exactly who she was talking about and i did a little bit of research so that i would at least be able to talk about their families and uh i'm sorry i didn't do more you know and for the people out there who wish that we had asked certain questions ask them yourself ask them yourself just take the time to meditate on them and imagine them sitting across from you and ask them a question and don't judge the answer you know so he's just saying the reason why he loved magic is because it made sense of the illusion. Wow. Believe I like in, that. Believe in magic. Believe in magic. Believe in magic. Believe in okay. magic. It's, it is like, like my daughter, for instance, who wants to be an astrophysicist. She says, I love physics because it makes math make sense. <laughs> right? Yeah. Being a magician because it made the illusion makes sense. Very good, because it made reality make sense on some level, because he understood how to manipulate it. Correct. Beautifully said. All right, well, I know Jennifer's gotta go, and I thank know. you, thanks for everybody. So Greta Garbo, Heidoa, which is Swedish for see you later, and Harry, uh, you're from Wisconsin, so, you know, cheese for everybody. <laughs> and uh, Jennifer and Luana, Thank you for making this whole unusual conversation happen. We love you and we will catch you on the flip side. Bye. Love, love. Bye. Bye. This has been Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. For more information, jenniferschaefer.com, martinizone.com, or richmartini.com. 
Hacking the Afterlife documentary is available on Gaia.com via Amazon Prime.